this time. A dice funk. Okay. So he's into some stuff. All right. And would go over and pull, start pulling the curtain across. You see a lush but strangely colored clearing in the middle of some forest. And all the while you could see Drip uh, just clopping about, just having a great old time in this open little clearing in the middle of, well, what should be Ozzy's house. Oh my god! What's my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is it's not a time machine, it's a machine for time. Yes! This is what people don't understand! It's the distinction between a ghost pirate and a pirate ghost. Got it. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with this, uh, mainly because Neelith, as as useful as they have been, Neelith cannot handle the screaming they do. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's <laughs> sensory it's overload. Too much. Exactly, it's just yeah. too much. I'm with you there. Sorry, I'm still stuck on being bitten in half. I don't recommend it. If you're interested in finding out more about Laszlo via Voya, not it's not a secret that. You know, the house that I live in currently is where Voya lived and where I lived with Voya for, well, the 20-ish years before Voya went missing. So. Hey, Laszlo. <laughs> you still have to live with everything you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, no, I, in, emotionally in my neurochemicals? Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, Laszlo. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, why are you doing that? Yes, the sortition. Now tell us the information we want to know. And I also know what you did with that person the other night. I don't know what that means, but uh, Laszlo casts Fireball on you. <gasps> oh god, we have to fight the whole village. <laughs> several of us planning big events, perhaps the biggest of which is the Modest Mouse concert I'm going to tomorrow. Oh, heck. Absolutely. I, I really hope that mouse is very modest for you. And, and Listen, you know, Austin, you don't, I don't think you understand how much I had to, how much I had to plan for that concert for you specifically, okay? I had to pull every string I had access to. I hope that that mouse is very modest and doesn't get too full of themselves and ruin the mm -hmm. experience. You never know with Isaac Brock. Not a particularly <laughs> mentally balanced human being. I hope he's doing well, but you never know. Also, I have to just say this. Uh, the uh, Laura shared her uh, wedding dress, and oh my gosh, it looks so good. I very suddenly am very really aware, aware that a wedding is happening. Until today, it didn't feel like it was a thing, and then, then I tried on a, a big pretty dress, and now I'm just like, I want to be the center of attention, world. Okay, <laughs> let's make this episode about Neelith. Yeah, let's yeah. just, let's listen, okay, let's, uh, whatever we're doing, can we just put on hold and have, like, a side episode about Neelith and... Oh my god, we actually didn't leave time travel again, just randomly, to the <laughs> wedding dimension. 
Wedding, <laughs> wedding dimension. Nice. Um, is that like Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas, where they're all like, "This is Wedding World." This is Wedding. No, World. it's like Halloween Town from the movie <laughs> Halloween Town. God, it's different. <laughs> so my, so my, so my question for you, Laura, is: What would Neelith wear on their wedding day? That's something that I was curious about. Ah. Uh... Have you seen Illithid Fashion? It's very like uh, you know the move, the the film Blade. Everyone's wearing like black leather and a lot of spikes and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's all very no, fe- all of her tentacles would have beautiful lace dangling from them, and then also crystals off of fine, delicate chains. You fools! I feel like if Neelith had a wedding dress, it would be like. They they would look like a late game Final Fantasy character in that they would yes. they would have like a lot of asymmetry going on. Oh yes, and there would definitely be crystals incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, How many belts? <laughs> I mean, the reasonable number six or seven. <laughs> well, like like how like how Nomura like how Nomura is the dress going to be? That's the. Uh... Uh... Oh my God, Lady <laughs> Unaluska's from when she was being forced to get married. And then you jump off a tower and fly away. See, I've listened to Pixel Squirt, so I know that being forced to get married thing isn't necessarily a <laughs> turn off. <laughs> I know that that could be a potential plus in this situation. <laughs> you, you roleplay that you've been kit. Oh my god! Okay, so your fiance ties you to the train tracks. That's your photo. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And this you have to a- get married before the train comes. Gosh. <laughs> So wait, so wait, well, uh, so this is an interesting one shot we just fall, fell into, so uh, I'm not sure. Am I the train or am I the train tracks for this session here? This reminds me of the other day I was playing Dishonored 2 and I jumped six floors or like, you know, six stories off a building and landed on someone non-lethally slamming their head into the ground so hard they lost consciousness. And Joe had just turned to me and says, how come you never do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> Every time we hear about the energy that you have with Joa, it's hilarious. Just deadpan, just a real inquiry. So there's this one line in Cowboy Bebop where um, Spike says, I like a woman who can kick my ass. But Laura and I and Stacy found a better extended version. Oh, oh that video was so good. I want you to beat me up so hard I piss my pants. I'm a freak. I'm not normal. <laughs> she just like kept going. God. I want you to oh, crush no. my head like a watermelon between your thighs. And I was like, holy shit. I want you to literally murder me. <laughs> I want to die. I, 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 I don't want to die. I don't want to die pretty. I want to die messy, okay? Can yeah. you just do that for me once? Just... What, please? <laughs> I want my family to be ashamed. <laughs> I don't want my mom to identify me. <laughs> I want them oh, to gosh. pay extra to have Wow I Died covered up. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, okay, we're in the right mindset for what we're about to do, I guess, now. Yay! Yeah, uh, so let's check in on Nobi at the beginning of this episode, because from here on out after that, I have literally no idea what's going to happen. It, everyone in the town, <laughs> it's just like in a, like an Elder Scrolls game where you just draw aggro in every guard. Well, we accidentally uh, killed a chicken. I go like the inverse, where I, I have like, I'm really worried about how Nobi's going to figure out these star signs, and I actually have a little bit of a plan <gasps> for fighting the village. <laughs> 
Well, last episode, you rolled, I, I had made it like a three, uh, best of three basically roll. You got two. So you have enough to reverse engineer the signs of Nobi or, yeah, Nobi, the Tum Tums, and Drip to an extent that you can convey that information to the Kitsune. Okay. You don't, you didn't get all three. So you don't know, you're not like a master of this. You're not like, you're not confident you could pass like a college level exam on the topic, but you can cobble enough together to turn it, that information over. Using the kind of the uh, personality quiz approach where I'm like, what, how, I'm, I'm like, how do you respond to these situations? What's happened in your life? So I don't necessarily need the birthdays, right? Exactly. That's where we got to is that, that you couldn't figure out the birthdays, but you could reverse engineer it from personality. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, um, I think Nobi in the midst of like figuring like the back and forth about the birthdays, it definitely would have occurred to him that he can literally skip over Kaboom and Kablam, like visiting them, trying to get any, any information from them because their birthday and pl- exact place of birth, like, is very known. It was like a few days ago, right? Or like a, a matter of weeks ago. Right, yeah. Right in the genius's cave or um, dungeon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense that you all would have seen the flashbacks. I guess I was just thinking that seeing that, uh, you know, podcast broadcast into your mind, you didn't necessarily be like, ah, oh, yes, yeah, Saturday at 9.43. Like it was just <laughs> images yeah. to you. But uh, I definitely can see that argument. But I, the only people who were there for uh, Basil were uh, Very and Aze. Correct. Correctly. Yeah, Very. Very was there, and when Aze got struck in the head by the pebble, and the narwhal unicorn was birthed from his scalp. You know. Oh. Um, okay. What? That, that then... that's that's. that's, that's that that's that that was that that's if you listen okay the episode description said Aze gives birth which made everyone flip their shit when they read it and I loved it but yeah I mean Empreg listen you know uh that's to like it like very would know that information uh but like you said you could also determine the sign through other methods is, is kind of what's being put out there too so you got multiple I means. guess it's up to whether I want to go see Basil and do the do the Hello magazine quiz uh to figure out if uh if he's an INTJ or if I want to go see Vary and find out his birthday. I, I have to admit that I am biased because I want to hear Laura do the Basil voice and just get, <laughs> get get more of that character. I, I, I would I am in support of this as well because Basil needs more screen time but we need a free Basil, okay? <laughs> we need we need to let Venta nut we need a free Basil and let Venta nut. Those are two main hashtags so far. We got those two running right now, so I think that uh, if that's where we're at, um, then probably Nobi would be heading down to see Basil, yeah. All right, Laura, you are a narwhal unicorn. Uh, you see Nobi approaching. Uh, all you have really to entertain yourself most of the time is these two chuckle fuck flumps who are extremely annoying. So maybe that's refreshing for you. How does this feel? Oh my god, yes! Yeah, well, I'm Basil, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I put a picture of Basil by Ire Fire in the chat, an incredible art. I love I love this character. Oh yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bloody radiant, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, you got Basil just down to a T there. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. a while since I've done a nice love voice on this show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Frank's in the room with me. Um, <laughs> so Nobi would be like, uh, 
Hey, hello! Um, you're Basil, right? Oh yeah, I, I, um, I, um, Snoopy, right? Yeah, that's me. I don't think we've met before. Uh, I, I am aware of you by reputation. It is always lovely to meet someone new that is not these two chuckle fucks over here. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard the good news about our lord and savior genius? (laughs) <laughs> I, look, I've heard their sales pitch many, 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 many a time. It is nice to chat to someone who is not trying to pitch me on someone uh, who it literally doesn't exist for another five years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to the heretic. Noby, join us. <laughs> um, you know, I'll um, well, I'll check in on that. Maybe a rain check on the. Worshipping the genius, um, Basil. Who can I help you? Can I offer, offer you, offer you a, dr- a drink or something? Oh, yeah, what do you got? Uh, well, I would offer you a beer, but they all got used in whatever the genius's machine thing was. Uh, yeah, also I'm five. There's that too. I don't know, I don't know how animal years work. I, I, as, I don't know how my own years work. It's a lot. <laughs> um... We've got water. Do you want that? I, I mean, yeah, that's mostly what I drink. So, um, oh yeah, thanks. That's my my favorite. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> no animal characters next season. <laughs> we can't keep doing this to ourselves. No, don't promise this. Don't promise. You might you might know if I mean if my since my reputation precedes me, I'm uh, on the moist watch, and I just thought I'd do the rounds, check in with everybody, and I've realized that I don't actually uh, know one of the most uh, central, well, geographically at least, central um, residents of the town. Uh, so, uh, hey, Basil, how's it how's it going? Oh, it's, it's rather nice of you to check in. I, I do appreciate the company and not just being left off to the sidelines, you know. I feel like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty central to the town too, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Cool. How do you feel about, um, evil? Evil? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, light, dark, good and evil. Uh, not a big fan of evil. Evil's typically not my favourite thing. Right answer. Passing the flying colour so far. That's good. Um, I'm glad. Do I get, like, a certificate or something at the end of this? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just... Checking out the new people in town. Got to check if they're evil. It's probably number one priority. Well, I mean, that does seem like a pretty high priority on the list. Um, am, am I am I passing the test so far? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, you don't. We don't need to take it so seriously. You know, I'm I'm just shooting the shit. Uh, so how you've been uh, in in Grendel now for how long? Uh, like a uh, six weeks or something. I mean, you know, I haven't, I haven't existed uh, ter- terribly long. Um, I, I keep being told that, that time will feel shorter when there's more of it, which is weird, but um, I've been alive my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's um, real, real. That must be, that must be frustrating to not know that information. Um, well, I mean, you know... It, it didn't seem ter- terribly relevant, you know. I I just sort of, sort of, sort of just happened. Now here I am. Have you uh, do you do you know any much about um, um, 
No, <laughs> I feel like Nobi's uh, personal skills are really getting like the the biggest test so far. Like he's not like he's really tried to approach this as um, making a new friend, which is just literally something we've not seen him do. Right. Ever. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the small like yeah small talk from Nobi has been uh, uh, something he's not deeply practiced in yet. So absolutely, yeah, the struggle is real. Do you know much about um birthdays? No, that's not good. Cosmology? No, hang on. Do you have any hobbies? Oh, you know what? I, I do. I do have. Uh, I do have. You know, a couple of hobbies. Couple of hobbies. Uh, you know. My partner tells me that she uh likes to kill these two chuckle fucks, and you watch. That's your main form of uh chilling out here. Well, I mean, is it killing them if they just pop right back up? You know, it's, uh, it's cause... I mean, she says that she rips them to shreds with her powerful teeth and f- uh, claws, so... I mean, To yeah. me, that seems like killing. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's violence as theatre. It's like wrestling or something. It's just watching, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the performance of it all. <laughs> Our pain is never-ending. We suffer eternally. Yeah, yeah. Well, until you stop trying to pitch me, uh, pitch me the genius, I will be uh, getting a little bit of cathartic joy out of it. <laughs> I, I have an, I have a small uh, question out of character for Basil. Has Basil decorated their like little stable they've made for themselves in their little corner of the uh, outside of the genius's workshop? Have they decorated it in any particular way? Hmm. That's that's a question. Um. They could just make whatever they want in there with their with their mind. That was one of the yeah, fun things huh. okay. that Basil has because <laughs> that's one of the things that the obelisk can do. And Basil took advantage of that by making a wall, keeping them separated from Kaboom and Kablam, among other things. So now, how to trick Basil into creating their accurate star chart with them? On- <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you just have to be like Sagittarius. Create what? <laughs> See if. They- <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think Basil Basil has created like a, a fairly comfortable little um, you know, a, con- a construct of like you know some nice, nice soft, comfy bedding, like a nice little uh, roaring imaginary fire. They've got like a nice little, they've they've got a, a comfy little setup. Um, I I think that it like rather than just having the wall between themselves and Kaboom and Kablam now they have a window so that they can open it and go <laughs> oh oh I oh I hate you it's gonna be fun to see you torn apart and then close the window again. <laughs> do they have a picture of like do they have a picture of themselves and like Ozzy above the fireplace? I was like 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 oh yep yep there's me and Dad just like <laughs> casual. <laughs> I love the idea that you're like, oh, evil? I hate evil. Hold on, I have to go watch the murder. Recreationally. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that was part of why I was curious what uh, a Basil's alignment is, because just like, <laughs> his life is torturous, and all his, his entire enjoyment is just watching the two people he lives with be murdered over and over. I think that given the lack of contrast, and that this is all Basil has ever known, I, I think Basil's probably of the perspective that... I mean, I'm not doing the killing. I'm just watching it from the sidelines. So they're fine afterwards, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, pretty Sisyphean. Have you heard? Have you heard of the uh, the cycle cosmological sign? Does that sound uh, appropriate to you? Does that resonate? Ring any bells? Anything? I mean, I've heard. I've heard some of the. Oh God, what was it? What was it? Oz, I mentioned one of them sign things at some point. 
Um, yeah. I think Nobi's kicking around different, like, uh, as I'm saying, like, he's just struggling with the basic idea of, like, how to, um, get information in a way that isn't really, like, utilitarian. Like, his, a lot of his manipulation of people so far has been, like, this is this person's job, and if I tell them they gotta do this, then I can get this. And this is just a person who just exists and does nothing else in town. Um, yeah. They're the only one not defined by the profession. Yeah. Right? Which is interesting. Uh, because I, that was a deliberate choice, you know, like uh, in a lot of, you know, English derived cultures, people's last names are like Smith and yeah. right. Cooper. It's like it's literally your profession defines your entire family and like status and everything. So. Right. And Basil, that's why Basil is called Basil Unemployed. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of all that uh, insight, perhaps, uh, to see if you can glean anything from the personality tests you've been reading. That seems like the skill that... Yeah, that sounds good. We haven't I think that, yeah, I, I think that finally trying to um, get Basil to, like, actually... Like, basically trick Basil into answering some of the personality test questions. Nobody's like, um, so, you know, you're trapped here. Um, what do you... Um, what would you do if you if you got out? Would you um take do? Uh... Well, I mean, if I if I got out, if I got out, I, I I'd, well, obviously, I'd love to travel. I, I'd love to just you know uh, see somewhere that isn't this one exact spot. You know, nobody rolled a four on insight, and I gotta like. <laughs> so I, <laughs> it's like there is literally a sign called the Travelers, but I'm just like. I was literally thinking the exact same thing. You failed so bad. But you just like just write like, down traveler. So I guess maybe the horologist is just like goes the <laughs> opposite direction. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think at this point, uh, another thing uh, that happens here is Kaboom and Kablam start getting ornery about not having any attention paid to them. Uh. And you get, sh- you get shot by the slingshot, which doesn't hurt, but does trigger wild magic. So let's get, let's do it. No, let's do it. Let's get physical, physical. <laughs> 83. Each creature within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage. Oh, no. Oh. How, much health, how much health do I have? Oh, oh, Basil, you're fine. You're, you're, you're fine. Okay, six. I mean, you have unicorn stats. You are you are fine with six damage. But yeah, suddenly uh, like a little, uh, a little stone blasts through Basil's window, hits you in the face, <laughs> and then everyone suddenly gets violently ill uh, in the whole area. Basil Basil opens the window, looks at those two, and just goes, I'm going to really enjoy next time, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And and Nobi goes, okay, you fucking know what? Tom Tom's just, fuck him up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's leave it there as the Tom Tom's start punishing Kaboom and Kablam. (laughs) Yeah. I, ima- I imagine it is like uh, Nobi just utterly stays where he is, carries on talking to Basil, trying to figure out his star chart, and just lets the like he's just like that's his order to his battalion. He doesn't he doesn't make the slightest effort to fight them himself. Mm-hmm. There's the big cartoon dust cloud like the Tasmanian <laughs> devil and yeah. the hands flying in yeah. out of it. <laughs> One of the one of the top tubs becomes very giant when they get by a slingshot, but then immediately shrink down again, like six seconds later. You know, uh, the wild magic for create new species and then destroy new species both trigger a whole race <laughs> blinks in and out of existence and barely knowing life. 
yeah, so that's all going on. Obviously, that gets a really loving animated uh, version, which takes up the whole episode of that show. But here <laughs> on the podcast, we have to continue with the other storyline, which is everyone roll initiative. Oh, no. Really? Hell yeah. 21. <laughs> The duality of man. <laughs> really? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, 18. Oh no, that means I'm going to have to go like early. <laughs> what did you roll, Mari? What did you roll for your initiative, Mari? 16. Uh, Ozzy rolled a 12 for their initiative. What did the uh, villagers roll, Austin? A 1. <laughs> uh. the, whole, the whole village of Grendel got owned in, in the initiative rolls. Let's, let's reset the scene real quick, because the last episode ended in kind of a chaotic cacophony. So you all got tra- transported to this memory that Aze had of, of Voya and Laszlo fighting. Uh, there was some talk about what to do, and then Kat just triumphantly just strolled up and started questioning Laszlo, which kind of threw the whole thing into chaos. Villagers started stealing the uh, Beyblades. Uh, there was like, oh, what do we do? And then Slime uh, thought about history. I believe Mara rolled a 25, which is so good. 29. 29. Christ almighty. Incredible. So here's what I was thinking when I said, ask him about the sortition, because you get the immediate information that Laszlo is willing to kill to protect this. So Laszlo is this goblin. He's dressed in pink. He holds a wand aloft and fires a fireball directly in the slime. So we're going to roll that damage before we start initiative with Cat. Uh, 26 damage. The fireball just hits you square in the face. Oh, my. Oh my. No, it hits slime's congealed blob, not <laughs> sun, moon, stars. Okay. 26 is so much damage. You do a heroic uh, get down, Mr. President, on Sun, Moon, Stars, <laughs> and you take the full Kamehameha blast to the face. Wait, let me describe it. Okay. So <laughs> the giant spider legs that come off of a blob sack on Sun, Moon, and Stars' back pushes her down and then blocks the attack. And so all of the damage goes to slime. Perfect. At this point, everyone in the village is alerted because a fireball just went off. And also, uh, there there are more people here than there is normally because I don't think this is the dead of winter when you've transported back. This is like right. you know a, a slower part of season. So people begin running. It's a chaotic scene, and from the corners of the villages come uh, the you know villagers of Grendel to defend it. I'm just gonna say all ten of the characters we know and love are here, and they're all gonna try to fight this place, uh, fight fight this team to defend their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a little weirded out by what they see because you all are a motley and strange crew. There's an illithid that they have no context for. So that what appears to be sun, moon, stars, but covered in goo, very upsetting. Uh, someone who looks like an adult version of the kid who just showed up not too long ago. <laughs> uh, and then a giant uh, lion ant, yep. which they have not seen before. So <laughs> it's really, they, they are immediately like, oh my God, we're being invaded, we're being attacked. Like it's a very gut reaction. Like they're the barbarians at the gates, the orcs are here. And the other, and the other thing is that the adult version of the kid arrive is dressed kind of like Voya, which is sort of like well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, and we there's actually a pretty I uh, say strong thread in the listenership of like Voya headcanon. I feel uh, weird making any strong proclamations because everyone already has their Voya in their head. So she is dressed with like a big f- big floppy witch hat. She's wearing all kinds of like uh, starry robes. She's wearing like a t-shirt that says Frankie says relax. Yeah. <laughs> two rings on every finger. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. She, they, they, 
the fans already have a Voya in mind, and I don't know if I can mess with it that much now. I feel weird about it. No, oh, it, it's it's okay. I mean, like there's, there's, I think there's multiple interpretations. They're all valid. Uh, you know, my initial thought was like she's basically Matoya from the Final Fantasy canon. Um, effectively, is like what the relationship is in this case. But like, yeah, uh, there's multiple interpretations. All of them are great. Uh, so we don't need to worry about describing Voya too much more in detail other than like, yeah, she, there is a reason why she's described as like a figurehead that drew attention uh, to the town and otherwise. So let's get past those details and into uh, how the party deals with everyone attacking them. <laughs> For all the Final Fantasy that's been in this episode so far, I want to mention explicitly that I've not played a single Final Fantasy. And I have no, I'm getting none of the references. So listeners at home... <laughs> I, I see you. The ones who, everyone else who's utterly lost here. Me and There's you, an bud. evil wizard and a big crystal save the world. Done. You've played every Final Fantasy. <laughs> Damn. It's really cut to the heart of it. Yeah, now all I'm saying is there's a witch goblin and a jester goblin. It's there it's really that simple. Yeah. Uh Kat, you're up first. What do you do? Classic lesbian dynamic. So um I uh so what I've been thinking okay, so what I've been thinking is how does how does Okay, Kat she is inherently she is inherently a sweetheart and loves everyone in the village and doesn't want that to start happening. And also, her approach immediately to Laszlo was just to try and tell the truth. Like, we're in a simulation, nothing matters, tell us what's up. Uh, because the deception in the dream team entirely comes from Nobi. Um, so, check this one out. Try this one on for size. Cat is going to go straight to Pastor Vary. Oh no. And try to convince Vary of the truth of the situation. All right. Yeah, roll persuasion. Uh, Vary is. Oh, interesting, interesting. I didn't see this coming. Audience, we really do not plan even a single thing ahead of time. <laughs> so. 15. Ooh, nice. Yeah, okay, so what do you say to Varys? So Varys is just this big pig priest, he's wearing his little frock, he sees a giant fucking lion come bounding <laughs> towards him with, like, little skittering ant legs. Or, I mean, still very big skittering ant legs, frankly. Yeah, yeah, Fright frighteningly big ant legs, actually. <laughs> and so how do you, with a 15, make him go from about to poop his entire pants <laughs> to listening to you? The Pastor, your name is Very. Do not poop your whole pants. Listen to me. You love the lords, and um, you live in uh, an igloo, and you sit backwards on chairs. I am from the future, and I need you to cast Zone of Truth on my friends so we can prove that we are telling uh, at least what we believe is the truth so that we do not have to fight everyone in the village. All right, yeah. So I think uh, Vary uh, is going to seriously take that into consideration. He's not a violent man by character, so right. he takes that excuse not to fight. Uh, but it's going to take a little bit more than the six seconds that round takes mm -hmm. for everyone to be convinced. So let's move on to Neelith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect it to solve everything. <laughs> right. So while that's going on, uh, Neelith is going to attempt to minimize the rest uh, as, as much other combat as possible to limit the outnumbering we've got going on. Perfect chance for Hypnotic Pattern to try and minimize some of the sheer numbers we're fighting. Hilarious. All right. So I'm going to roll Wisdom. Uh, let's see here. 
11 times, uh, 10 for the main villagers, and then Voya and Laszlo makes 12, and then Vary already has lost the will to fight. So, here we go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Holy motherfucking shit, 11. Did I... Oh, how many, like two of those save? I rolled nine, nine, six, twelve, twenty-nine, eight, four, four, two, fourteen, seventeen. The twenty-nine and the seventeen um will be all right, but everyone else is hypnotized. Oh my good, sweet, <laughs> merciful Jesus in heaven! Who is still fighting? Uh, I'm gonna say uh, the okay. Here's how this works. Uh, we'll describe your hypnotic pattern, and then I'll tell you why this works this way. I think my my justification is that um, Neelith is doing the same tactic as usual. The the floating um, mystical animated uh, foods, but is doing so with everyone's favorite foods because yeah. From the future, Neelith knows what everyone likes. And it's okay because they're not real, so they have no rights. Well, and, well, and, <laughs> well, and, and I think the only two people that she wouldn't know who their favorite foods are. <laughs> no, here's what I'm thinking is, okay. First of all, I spent the last 24 hours so psyched for every single <laughs> villager to get a cool combat turn. I was like, yeah, they're going to do this and this. But Austin, if you want to stop and tell us about all the cool shit you had planned, we're happy to so- sit and listen for a bit. Well, oh my god, we can um, do the end of the Twilight thing where we it doesn't actually happen, but it all happens in Neela's head. Uh-huh. I actually do know what you're talking about. Yeah, where he rips yeah. his head off. Yeah, so like it didn't actually happen. We could, but like in Neela's head, we can do a combat scenario that didn't really happen, just so you can have have that. No, no, this is good though. So everyone is like, "What? How does how does this illithid know that I love burrito?" <laughs> They're just like very uh, taken aback by this, uh, except for Laszlo, who's smoking wand. It looks like it's charging up another fireball, and Hale, who just says, "Y'all, this is malarkey. Let's get in there. Whoop their asses." <laughs> Fuck yeah, Hale. You fuck them up, man. Uh, I, yeah. I like listen. Okay, I, I listen. Okay, I say we all just lay down our arms and just let Hale go to fucking town here because <laughs> I, I'm here for Hale energy. All right, but Hale is not here for Malaki because uh, he is. Yeah, he is the Joe Biden, Biden fan. He's an NPC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. I got so excited about no malarkey. Same joke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these rolls are fucking bananas. Look at how many fucking failures this was. Incredible. Yeah. This yeah. was like yes. This is like yesterday when Neilith tried to go swimming. Yep. <laughs> and, and like you can't. Even, once again, you can't even blame the bonus on this because most of the rolls were just single digits. Uh, it's just yeah. Look, if I've got to have a session where I get bitten in half and can't do anything, there's got to be a session where I am an unstoppable god. You know, the the universe has to balance out. (laughs) The funny thing is, is this is exactly why hypnotic pattern is very useful for situations like this. It's just not useful in every situation, you know? Yeah. Oh no, it's 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 also why I, I'm looking at all those roles and going, Oh god, you were totally justified in ma- in in finding ways to force me not to use that spell. That, pa- that spell's <laughs> <Yeah>. overpowered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Aze. Uh Laszlo and Hale are the only ones who immediately seemed invested in mm-hmm. kicking you apart. Uh Slime is next. Slime is next. Oops. Yeah. Slime, your turn. God. Sorry. No, I'm just playing. Oh my god, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to get my hit points back and pa- cast Vampiric Touch mm. fourth level. Oh, sick. All right, you're attacking uh, Laszlo? Yes. And I do right. 
Well, you, you, you roll the attack roll first. That's to first. see if I hit. Yeah. Yep. 12. Uh, that, no, 12 does <gasps> not hit armor class. I'm upset. So my little, my big spider legs run over and uh, I trip on Sun Moon's stars' <gasps> legs and we just fall down and it's just <laughs> embarrassing. Like it would have been cool. Too many legs. Uh, I still, that burns a slot still, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the vampiric, vampiric touch is like once you cast it, you can keep touching. I, <laughs> you could just keep touching. No one can stop you from touching. It stays. I'm literally going to die if you guys don't stop him. <laughs> we could fight in a different time, Hale. For now, we need to talk about things. And then he will turn and um, he will cast uh, a fourth level essence of the cycle centered on... So, uh, on the slime uh so like this this mystical like tree starts sprouting up around slime to provide healing to them while they're in that position there uh oh thank you and the initial healing that it will do is 11 so you get healed for 11 hit points um and uh and uh when you start your turn in there you'll get extra healing there as well slime so uh, that's what he does for his bonus action, and then for uh, Aze's uh, main action, he will, despite the dis, despite the distaste he has for Laszlo, run over, kneel down by slime, and use dignify to heal them further for an additional twenty one, um, casting that as a third level spell. And that'll be Ozzy's turn. So now Ozzy's right next to Slime in front of Laszlo uh, after he's spent all his time just healing up Slime and trying to give him some protection from, well, what Laszlo was about to do. Thank you for saving my love for the inevitable death that would have destroyed me forever. <sighs> we'll worry about that after the situation has been dissolved. Uh, so now it's the enemy's turn. So Laszlo and Voya look at you, Ozzy. And obviously some kind of recognition flickers across their face because you do look like, you know, an older version of the Hobgoblin who just showed up in town and asked to be mm -hmm. her protege. And at th this, I think Voya says, uh, I'll go get, I'm going to get Aze to safety and runs off, uh, leaving Laszlo to take care of this. Mm -hmm. uh, Laszlo just kind of looks back to you and says, I'll take care of this and casts Fireball on both Ozzy and Slime. Mm, so that's going to be a dexterity saving throw to try to dodge it, I take it? Sure sure is, yeah. he's. I've been charging his wand for a while. You've seen it. Here comes mm. the fireball. Ozzy rolls a 12 for his dexterity saving throw, so probably not good enough. Do I roll as well? Yes. Oh, five. You both take 23 damage oh. as you get fucking annihilated on the spot. Uh, Laszlo seems to be an incredibly powerful uh, magic user, which is unusual for goblins, as has been noted before. Nilbogism, a very uh, uh, co complicated concept in goblin culture that commands a lot of respect. Uh, the only other person who's going to go on enemy's initiative is Hale, who just says, uh, I think to Neelith, because you did this sick hypnotic pattern, just says, nice trick, hombre. You want to see mine? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, muchacho! And he opens his mouth and fires a dragonborn a breath weapon at you. Yeah. Uh, constitution saving throw. 
Uh, 18 on Constitution. Nice. Uh, As an aside after that, uh, when uh, Ozzy gets hit by the fireball of the tree that was on uh, Slime, like, bursts into flames and dissipates off as he loses concentration on his spell. No! Okay. Um, oops, that's not I don't know why I added one there. Uh, Neelith, you take 21 damage as uh, Hale opens his mouth and a uh, burst of plasma comes out. This is uh, like superheated. It's not fire because purple is a combination of red and blue. Red dragon is fire. Blue dragon is lightning. So fire plus lightning plasma. If you think of uh, the beam Shin Godzilla uses in that film. Hmm. Shin Godzilla fucking slaps so hard. It's incredible. I'm, I'm imagining this it's entire the best fight. Godzilla film, head and shoulders, so fucking good. This entire fight scene has a uh, "Who Will Know" from Shin Godzilla <laughs> playing. It's just an incredible song. <laughs> but yeah, the, it starts off as like a really wide fire, and then it narrows and narrows and narrows until it's just this beam of plasma and just sweeps it across you, Neelith, and you are burned for 21 damage and thrown down uh, by the superheated uh, blast. <laughs> Could have been worse. Neelith's had her fair share of uh, burns in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so now we're back to cat uh you see the everyone is still in their uh hypnotic pattern stupor although you do need to make a uh concentration not to lose the pattern do you know you can make plasma in your microwave Mm-hmm. yeah with a grape yeah you cut a grape in half you get a little plasma uh, but we're back to Cat. Are you still having this conversation with Varys? Because I think now this is when it goes into action. Yeah, very, very much so. So Cat um, would now be imploring Vary to to inter like to um, not vouch for them exactly because there's not really any reason that Vary would do that, but to um, interrupt the action to try and to try and um, yeah to to try and stop and actually clear things up. Do I need to persuade again, or can I just say that? No, I think what with a successful persuasion and then the round of time for it to sink in and vary to think, he's going to use your, if you're if you're spending your turn on this, uh, he will with you go to stand in front of Laszlo so that Laszlo doesn't hit Slime and Ozzy with another fireball, and he like spreads his arms out and he's like, "Mercy, child, please." I think yeah, Cat would go. Um... We do not all have to fight. We can use uh, the truth. We can use a, a zone of truth, and we can explain the truth. So, Neilith, it's your turn. You see them. Th- this uh, conference happening. Very uh, cat, Laszlo, slime, Ozzy is coming to an head. But you're kind of dueling uh, Hale. What do you do? And you have to picture Hale with God- Shin Godzilla's goofy fish eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, of course. Of course. Um, only while doing the bre- only while doing the breath does he have those fish eyes. But yeah, should Laura get like a plus whatever to all their roles because they're gonna get married? The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Special pre-wedding buff. What you need is to get a bunch of little trains to bomb to to roll run into Hale's legs at the same time, and then a bunch of concrete <laughs> trucks to pour concrete into his mouth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is the is the coagulant, which they completely fuck up the physics of, because they said that <laughs> coagulant will lower his body temperature. Yeah, but if it destroys his heating, he would overheat. Yeah. It's the opposite movie. What are you thinking? <laughs> does 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 have a spell where she could just like serve a really spicy dish on Hale to do damage that way, or to like you know? 
Uh, Neelith is 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 going to attempt the 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 non-violent response to this. Uh, no idea whether it's going to work, and is 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 going to try and play into the. Um... Really, really, do you do 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 you need to resort to plasma breath, or can we you know talk this out like you know like like the smart, intelligent, very clever people we are. So you're also trying to use persuasion, uh, basically like what Cat did on Hail. So you want to roll persuasion? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to attempt a similar a similar method, but just trying to be like, hey, you're you're so smart. You don't need to brute force the brute brute force this problem. You're so smart. Uh, fourteen. No, I was looking for fifteen, which is also a cat hit. Uh, uh huh. Uh, 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 as a reaction, Ozzy will invoke a benefit. Roll a d6 to add to that. Okay, yeah. I mean, then you automatically succeed. You don't even really need to roll it. But oh, that's a 66. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even say a d66. You just rolled 66. <laughs> I rolled exactly a one. <laughs> that's a 15. Uh, f- fun story. More more than once in the past, I've accident- accidentally done that and caught myself doing it and being like, oh, I rolled a natural 20. No, I rolled 20. <laughs> I didn't roll a d20. Well, that's what the website's for. It's to roll 20. I don't think you were prepared for that, Austin. You didn't, you're you not prepared for dealing with rolling an, an 80 on their persuasion check there, I see. So, <laughs> geez. Wow. Because the thing about Hale is that even though he's a historian, he's not super flattered by people talking about how smart he is. He's a rowdy rough boy. Uh, so he... This tracks to most of the historians I know, honestly. Yeah. If you want to postpone this duel to another time, we can do that, fella. We don't need to do all this uh, puffing up of ourselves. Come on. I was going to say he was going to offer to arm wrestle Neelith in exchange to stop fighting. I, I, I didn't. No, that was an option. Cool, that works really well for me, actually. We'll, 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 we'll fight, you know, one-on-one in a bit. Cool. All right, I'm kind of, uh, I got some artifact business I got to do until, like, noon, and then at high noon, I think we can duel. I am sure I will still be here then. <laughs> um, all right, so next up is Slime and Oze. I assume you don't do uh, any combat stuff. Well, I need to suck someone's blood. No, you don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't need to, but but uh, I also think that the, uh, but you but Very is in front of us between us and Laszlo, so like we're, we're we have someone blocking Laszlo from directly attacking us at the moment. Okay, all right. Cat is too. Cat would have. Cat cat definitely came over with Very. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the way this is right now is uh, Hale and Neelith are off to the side having their duel. Everyone else is kind of gathered on this other side because all the villagers are hypnotized uh, like in the background. Uh, Laszlo's on one side, Slime and Ozzy's on the other, Very and Cat are between them. Is this all correct? Um, well, I just need to heal, but I can't heal without sucking someone's body juices, so let me think. <laughs> Same. <laughs> hey, since you threw fire at me, can I suck some of your body juice? It seems fair. <laughs> Absolutely not. Lazlo. No. Lazlo's. I think Lazlo just makes like a really grossed out face and is like, "What? You're just disgusting. What are What are you talking about?" Well, you threw fire at me. And I need to heal, so I feel like it's fair that I suck some life force out of you. How powerful is Cat's ongoing persuasion to vary? <laughs> could could Cat be like, you should mm, diffuse the tension by letting my mother 
Suck your juices. What if I rolled persuasion with a bonus from Cat's persuasion? <laughs> <laughs> so if, if this is the conversation that's happening, I think Very turns and casts Cure Wounds on Slime. He is a cleric. <laughs> oh. Everyone's like, let me suck your juices. No, suck his juices. Get those juices in me. Look, time travel does weird stuff, okay? it's. Uh... <laughs> Thank you very much. One day you will be a part of me too. <laughs> so <laughs> Laszlo sees Very turn around and start to heal the disgusting slime monster, which uh, just rolled up on the village and knows about his plan to rig the sortition. Don't do it, don't do uh, it. And so do what? I hear you say do it. I said don't do it, but now you're going to oh, do, do it. Oh, don't do it. I'm going to do it. No. Uh, Laszlo, Laszlo casts Fireball on everyone, including Very. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, uh, sh- <laughs> well. All right, I rolled a 12. Uh, it rolls a 20. 47? What the fuck? Is that... That kills me. Yeah, that's 68. Uh, you're, you're roll- uh, now you're, uh, do you want your dice to be exploding? Is that intentional there, Austin? Where did I click? No, I accidentally clicked compounding dice. Never mind. Yeah, 26. Uh, there you go. Uh, I was Jesus. like, what the fuck, Austin? Why do you keep doing this? <laughs> I, I I accidentally clicked Shadowrun style in my dice, and I was feeling yeah, like the, cyberpunk. I'm sorry. Ex- yeah, that, that's, where that, that's where that 9, 14, and 11 came from. So I'm just like, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Very is set on fire and goes down in a smoking heap, uh, dying, not dead. Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, good. Uh, I held off on saying, like, oh, damn, if Laszlo turns out to just fucking murk very now. Because <laughs> I, I was like, if that happens, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> La- well, it looks like, looks like Laszlo is willing to uh, take this to the grave, it seems. So that's cool. Uh, uh, in any case there, yeah, that's some damage. Yeah, what do you what do you do? Cat, I guess you're up. Also, you took Yeah, did you roll for that? You're in the blast too, Cat. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it's right there, 12. I failed. I took it. I took I took the whole entire damage. Um I'm just sorry, this is uh it's a little bit what a little while since I've done the barbarian combat properly. Um can I only attack twice during rage or can I do it nope, in You can attack twice. You can attack twice just because you're a level 5 plus barbarian. Fantastic. So, yeah, I think Cat would now uh just lunge. It's just a it's just a big old lunge. Maybe maybe the flavor on the double attack is like one paw and the other paw. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the flavor you need. 27 and a 15. 27 hits. 15 damage. Yeah, you slash uh, Laszlo just like right across the face with your giant lion paw. And uh, for some reason, your bladed claws, which are like, you know, huge, they're like steak knives. Hell yeah. Serious paw. Fuck yeah. Don't get as much penetration as you think they should on a goblin. God damn it. Which is, you know, <laughs> goblins are like four-ish feet tall or something. This It felt like rhino hide or mm-hmm. something. Very strange. Yeah, you, you should really get more penetration with a goblin. <laughs> Ideally. Um, so um, a bonus action that I can take is my Storm Aura Tundra. So I get a 10-feet aura effect when um, I start my... Oh, no, it's only if I start my rage. And I can't stop my rage because Nobi isn't here. And never mind. Mm. Never mind. All right. 
Neelith, you're standing to the side uh, with Hale. You both like see this huge explosion engulf all your friends. What do you do? I do you, mind, do you mind if I go go help help my friends out? It feels like they're not having an honorable duel over there, and we should I should go let them know that that's an option on the table. All right, amigo. Yeah, I want to see what's going on over here too. I'm charging up my beam again, so you try any funny business, I'm gonna light your butt up. Please, please don't. I don't want to be calamari. <laughs> y'all be y'all be delicious as hell, partner. <laughs> Get a little dipping sauce. Mmm, that's the stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'll never see you the same again. <laughs> I'll dunk your little dunk your little booty right in the sauce. Mmm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether this is a threat or if you're hitting on me. <laughs> yes. I, I'm mercurial. Ask anybody, they'll tell you. <laughs> Slime, it's your turn. I'm casting Vampiric Touch because obviously we can't trust anyone with anyone's juices, so I'm taking the juices. And I, it's a continuation of the last cast because I haven't... All I've done is try to talk and get slammed with fire, so... Specifically, whose juices are you taking? I'm taking the fireman's. <laughs> Fucking crit! Eat oh, it. Eat. It's a crit plus nine. It's twenty nine. I want to suck this man dry. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new ringtone. <laughs> uh, now my juices. Exactly. <laughs> you roll double the dice for it. Yeah. Thirty. All right, so you just ram your spider legs into his torso and start sucking out juices? Mm-hmm, and I heal for that. Yeah, it's a very picante juice, I'll say. <laughs> you heal for 15 when you suck 30 in this case. Yeah, take that, old man, sucking you dry. <laughs> There's a lot of penetrating and sucking in this episode. Well, okay, so let me describe it. So, <laughs> one of Slime Moonstars is horrible nightmare spider legs jabs into his abdomen, and then through that, the sack uh, of slime is pushed into his abdomen and then digested his insides and then sucked back up into the slime sack. That is still connected to the Sun Moon Stars' mouth. Nice. Um, Aze burns one of his um, wild shapes to get the the starry form of the cycle on his body. So the leaf and tree forms on his arms. He stands up, arms extend the mechanical compass like star map he has, spins, the a large image of a leaf and tree expand from it, and a giant like or uh, like barrier shell expands from him as he casts mass dignify, which is basically mass cure wounds, to heal everyone around um him. So Everyone who is in range gets healed 27 plus. Uh, so plus one. Everyone around him gets healed for 36 damage. That needs, uh, and that includes Very. Oh, that's so much dignity. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically uh, everyone just gets healed by that much around him as he just sort of stares Laszlo down and says... It would be much more beneficial if we simply talk about this, Laszlo. No, thank you. You all have to die now. 
Uh, it is Laszlo's turn. He casts Crown of Madness on Hale. You see uh, around his purple dragonborn head, a, a crown begins to weave itself into existence made out of magic. It is like a spiked uh, you know, crown of thorns made of metal that digs into his head. Uh, Hale's eyes roll back in his head. He opens his mouth and it plasma beams everyone. Mm. Ah, criminy. I guess except for Neelith, who's walking next to you. Constitution saving throw is now uh, hail fires on the collected party. That would be a 14 from Aze. 18. 18. Uh, 22 damage, uh, 11 to people who saved. Uh, Vary is still kind of face down on the ground, even though he is uh, alive uh, because of your mass healing. Uh, he has not really gotten back into the fight for roleplay <laughs> reasons. Sure, Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Hale is now under Laszlo's control, uh, and we're back to Cat. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I'd love to say that there's something really smart I could do right now, but that is not how it works. So I'm gonna hit him <laughs> a couple more times. <laughs> Let, let's go. 15 is not gonna do it? 13, no! Oh, Neither. God dang it. Yeah, I think... You start rushing with your claws, and he's dancing around you, kind of giggling to himself. It's extremely jester vibes, deliberately. Just like, hee-hee, can't, can't touch me! And just, like, rolling around you like a gymnast and just not getting hit. Oh, you suck. Uh, now we're back to Neelith. I'm going to use up my... my. Uh, I'm going to use up another polymorph. Is a Kitsune an option on that list? I, I, I've been looking for something in that variety. I'm like, we've got Sabretooth Tiger. I don't think there's anything fox related. Um, I mean, we can always reflavor. You can always like use a thing from the book and say it's something else. If, if you don't mind me reflavoring, let's say, um, Sabretooth Tiger because big sort of catish thing. Foxes, I, I know foxes aren't in the cat family, I don't think, but... Yeah, so let's let's re reflavor a saber toothed tiger as um. Wait, I say that there's no. I don't care about the biology of it, but foxes are cats in the body of dogs. Okay, so Neelith is going to use polymorph. Uh, by the book, this is saber toothed tiger, but in flavor, uh, Neelith is attempting to turn into a facsimile of the Kitsune. Question: Do you have face tentacles? <laughs> mm. Kitsune is shapeshifters that it's allowed. Yeah. Um <laughs> I wasn't it wasn't trying to police the rules, I was just curious. Yeah, no, uh, it, I think there's gonna be less tentacle flavor than Neelith usually applies. I think that Neelith is gonna be like, aha, I'm trying to fool you somewhat and give you a visceral reaction to a thing you might recognize. Convince but, you that I am you. <laughs> yeah, but Neelith, really not good at not having tentacles, so, like, they're still kind of there. Just get really defensive if they point it out. Like, I was trying a new look. Why do you have to, like, put it down? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So that's your turn, Neelith, and then I guess it's Slime's turn. Alright. I'm just gonna continue to suck fluids. Uh, with the Oh, wait, do I have to... Oh, I didn't take damage. Well, you know, you did take so, damage. You took 11 damage uh, last time because even though you dodged, uh, resisted Hale's thing, you still take 11, half damage. So that's 11 oh, damage okay. you took. I'm sorry. So do I have to roll constitution? Yes, yeah. I do. Constitution okay. saving throw, roll. just real quick. Boop. 
didn't do it, so we're going to do something else. Well, you can just cast the same spell again. You just have to use another spell slot to do it again. No, I don't want... I want to do something cool. Th- then do it. Do, <laughs> you, you do something. I want to cause fear. No, wait. They probably have a lot of wisdom. No, I'm doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you cast cause fear? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I cannot afford to be afraid, so Laszlo waves his wand and casts counterspell. <gasps> you can't just, like, God DM it. No, it's a real spell. You can take it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I get scared. No, 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 no. How is this going to work? It just spell just be, your spell. Yeah. Counterspell just means oh. the spell doesn't happen. So. Yeah. Yes. You attempt to interrupt a creature in the process of casting a spell. If the creature is casting a spell of third or lower, it's the spell fails and has no effect. He just swats it away. Yeah. Lazlo just does look like a tricky little wrist, like a, a sassy motion. Like, enough of that. <laughs> Get that out of here. Uh, Aze is uh, obviously frustrated with this, and so he will uh, resort to a, a, an old classic um, uh, moonbeam slash lunar interjection centered on Laszlo. All right. Let me double check. Constitution saving throw from Laszlo's part. Uh, so Laszlo rolled a nine. You may see I rolled with disadvantage. Do you want to read moonbeam? Yes. Uh <laughs> What, uh, I'll read the operative thing here. A shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and cannot assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Needless um, was right. Needless was right. <laughs> well, so, so wow. Only, so unfortunately I rolled like shit and Alaslo takes seven radiant damage from the moon from the lunar interjection. But if there is a form that Lazlo has that's other than the Nilbog, he changes into it immediately. So from the portal above the mountain, a, uh, a luminous beam of light streaks down and hits the little goblin in the back, uh, punching a hole through his disguise, uh, which reveals a beautiful crimson fur inside of his little goblin body, which he shrugs off like a bad costume into the snow to reveal a resplendently gorgeous nine-tailed fox. Whoa, holy shit, Laszlo was the kitsune? (laughs) Needless was right, needless was right. (laughs) I I, like, Aze just sort of stares, stares down this kitsune and says, so that's why you set me on fire those few times. Fire is my specialty. And just smiles the way foxes smile, which is just uh, what a adorably ga- a galling little a bastard in a good way. <laughs> it's their nature. You can't get mad for a few fire spells on your face from a kitsune. <laughs> like, Ozzy just sort of like just stares down the kitsune and it's just like, for 20 years, this has been your true form, hasn't it? Interesting. Um, you have anger in your voice. Do you want to roll intimidation to get, get more information? Because I think the Katsune is just going to mock you otherwise. If I mean, yeah, Ozzy's not good at intimidation, but he will attempt to roll it here. Uh, that's a 14. Uh, I, I will, if that's not enough, I will tap into something to save face. Yeah. And get a bonus. That would be a bonus three, maybe four if Sun Moon Stars counts. Uh, they're just one character. Yeah, so so like that's a bonus. That's a seventeen on his intimidation attempt. 
Yeah, I was looking for a 15, so that succeeds. And I think that Kitsune is taken aback by your shaking anger a little bit and says, 20 years? No, I've only... What? You must have me confused. I don't have you confused with anyone, Laszlo. I think you can tell by the way I look. You know exactly who I am and why I know who you are. No, I really don't. I'm the defender of this village, and you're some kind of invader and a vanguard for an army? I'll lay down my life for Grendel. I'm not afraid of you. I guess the, I guess the, Ozzy's follow-up question is like, are you actually Laszlo? Not for very long. Laszlo hurt a member of the village, so I took over his duties. Who did Laszlo hurt? Why is this any of your business? You're a stranger. You're an outsider. Leave now. Hey, hey, um He is Aze. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt yeah, interject. He's he's Aze from twenty years in the future. We're all people who have tried to keep keep Grendel safe twenty years from now when we're trying to understand exactly what we're keeping it safe from. I am the protector of Grendel. I do not need you. Oh, all right. <laughs> we should go. I didn't know that. Why? Why are we here? You're 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 a you're a protector of Grendel from the shadows with mysterious motives we don't know or understand. It would help to know what you're trying to do and why. I protect Grendel from people like Laszlo. We do not have a justice system here. I take care of things behind the scenes so no one else has to dirty their hands. Oh! Let's say there was one. 20 years from at now. At some point. 20 <laughs> years from now. What would you do? Would you feel out of place? I don't know what you're talking about. If you're not here to destroy the village, you need to leave. I've answered your questions. I, I have more questions as well. Uh, Aze, at the very least, will repeat his question. Who did Laszlo hurt? A goblin inventor. Someone dear to the town. Who I would give my life to protect. The genius. Did you kill Laszlo? I guess there's no point in denying it. I'd kill for this village. And you're keeping up this facade for Voya's sake, aren't you? Of course. The village could never be in safer hands. Look, I'm I'm just going to outright say this because as I understand this, I don't think that this, this, this is actually happening when we go back to the future. This conversation never happened. I think that's that's right, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Okay. Um for years there's been a conspiracy in Grendel in our future about maintaining specific people in power because seemingly some very specific threat is posed to Grendel if the wrong people get into power. Even if Voya isn't governor, Voya will always be governor. Voya will not live forever. I think the Katsune, uh, Starts summoning fireballs in the end of each of his tales and just says, 
I'm working on it. Aze will then ask, do you have any concerns or problems with the young one that is living with Voya now? You already told me that's you. She's wasting your time. <laughs> She's going to rule forever. She doesn't need you to be her protege. She doesn't need an apprentice. Does she care about him? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I think the fireball of the nine fireballs on his tails reach their maximum size. I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> I'm trying to hold back from what this character would do, which is start fucking incinerating people. I just want you to know that I care about the well-being of this village as much as anyone. This is the only home that I know of. Whether or not, whether or not I'm with Voya, whether or not anyone trusts me, I can't. I need to do whatever I can to help protect Grendel and help protect my home. I want you to know that our goals are in alignment. We are not opposed to each other. If you cared about this village, you would leave and never return. Is it so hard to just tell us what's going on? Answer a basic question so we can understand what you're trying to do. Literally nothing is going on yet, though, from his perspective. <laughs> he, he's like, he, him and Voya are like going to uh, rig the sortition, but like anything else you think is going on, he doesn't know about yet. Yeah, but yeah, he he's planning to make Voya live forever for some purpose, and they're planning to rig the sortition. Why? What is the end goal? I mean, he said he said he's working on it. He doesn't have he doesn't have it figured out yet. And because Voya will be governor forever, she's the best person to be governor. He's madly in love with her. Hmm. Yeah, and like and 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 the why the why is simply to protect Grendel. Is effect is effectively as far as I can read what the rationale is being given. Whether or not that is a sufficient rationale, I think that's the read that Ozzy's getting from. Uh. Have we? Do you feel we've gotten the main, the like the gotten the information we can get if if literally like from this point in the past they just don't know? Ah, uh, so you're suggesting we hop forward to a little bit further forward? Yeah, in response to like us, us, um, yeah, him saying like if if you cared you would leave. Cat would just be like, okay, bye, and start like going to find the Beyblade. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like scattered over the village and people are starting to shake themselves out of the hypnotic pattern. And just these strangers just come by and collect their weird metal tops and slink back to the the dump with them. And they're like, what the fuck? But they will soon cease to exist. So I guess there's always so much mm -hmm. empathy we can really <laughs> wring out of them. I have a question about the dump. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, are, there, are there gears there? Yeah, the gears are sticking up out of the ground. Yeah. So they've just... Okay, all right. The, the machine has been here for quite a while, yes. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, basically. So yeah, if you if you all are ready to leave, uh, you can leave. What do you, what, what you want to teleport to? I've given you such carte blanche on this. I was worried that uh, it would be too easy, but I'm finding out it's actually pretty difficult. I, I I have a thought that um Arze might be able to help us with. Uh-huh. The day that Voya disappeared. 
<laughs> because I feel like that's going to be a day of great relevance to this. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. I my, my, my thought was it might be relevant because... Uh, uh, the Kitsune is trying to make Voya live forever. Presumably that's the day whatever happened, happened. Aze has a counter counter offer when that's... So, so, uh, make the offer in character. Aze will have a response okay. and a counter. Okay. Um. So, yeah, do we just jump forward to whenever Voya disappeared? Because presumably that's whenever the Kitsune did whatever they're trying to do. The day that Voya left, I don't know how relevant that would be for understanding the Kitsune or Laszlo's, Laszlo's, in quotes, motives. But I do remember the day that, well, the Kitsune vanished. And I'm not sure what might have caused it or why. But perhaps something happened at that moment that will give us insight into how the sortition has been going. Why the Kitsune would leave if they had no reason to then tell us what to imagine aze will proceed to describe like the day that quote laszlo disappeared from grendel because as noted in the conversation that neelith had with i think potter there was just a day that laszlo just was gone they they left for some reason yeah uh, so once again, you all take your positions inside the Beyblades. They all start spinning. Purple lightning starts coming out. You're all imagining this uh, day uh, not not too long ago. I'm specifically not using you know specific years because I don't want to confuse the audience who has a hard enough time keeping track of our bullshit. Uh, but when when this uh, well, the Kutsune, we'll just say for clarity, the Kutsune left the village uh, before Voya under mysterious circumstances. And no one really knows why. Uh, so you're all trying to imagine this as the purple lightning encases you and you get that, uh, you know, uh, shocked feeling. Uh, but as this is happening, I want to say uh, with the highest passive perception, Aze, you see on the other side of the lightning a figure standing in the dump looking at you all. Uh, very out of place. You've never seen anything quite like it. I think the closest you've seen is a good neighbor, which is to say it is a, a being of metal some kind of metallic humanoid, but not like the genius's gears and pistons and like very steampunk aesthetic. Mm -hmm. This is sleek. This is like Apple, iPod, uh, some kind of really weird metallic humanoid. Uh, and you can't get a great look at it before the lightning uh, fully consumes you all and time folds again. And it wasn't there when you all walked into the dump. Mm -hmm. It showed up as we were exiting this time into the next time. Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. And so, uh, once again, uh, the party folds through time forward and uh, ends up in the dump. Uh, this time, I think, in the middle of a hailstorm. Uh, everyone is immediately buffeted. Let's just do f uh, flavor damage here. Uh, two damage, just chunks of ice start wailing on you. Nobody is out on the on the you know town. Uh, it seems to be like in the middle of winter. Everyone's inside. Uh, what do you do? Ouch. Yeah. Uh, so question. Uh, so up until this time, was Ozzy, were Ozzy, Laszlo, and Voya all living under the same roof until Laszlo left? Uh, yeah. Okay. So 
Aze will propose, uh, quick, uh, we should hurry over to, well, my home and get a better view of things from there. I have a question. We already wrapped the last past Grendel scene, so I, I held off to not like confuse things right in the middle of things, but you said all the villages were there. Did Neelith come like later uh, than all this stuff? Yeah. Okay, so there wasn't a duplicate Neelith in this. No. Okay, uh, good, Aust- good. Austin did make a point Wait, of where's saying Sun, Moon, that. Stars? Um, oh. so, no, Sun, Moon, Stars. Well, we mean like where are Sun, Moon, Stars? Like, okay, we have that. I can answer questions. <laughs> Neelith and uh, Slime showed up shortly after that scene would have taken place. This time around, a bit later, we there will be duplicates of Slime, Sun, Moon, Stars, and Neelith. I just thought Sun Moon Stars would want to like try to have a three way with herself. I mean that that might be true. I just don't think the mood was right. I think the vibes were kind of off. Yeah, she was hypnotized, so it's like you can't. Right, but you get a second shot now. <laughs> yes. I like where your head's at. Yeah, and with slime. <gasps> okay, so I'm not saying not to think about that, Mari. I know that's who you are. Uh, let's just let me, let me answer this specific question. Yes, now in this later time travel scene, there there is another Neelith and another slime. Cool. I'm glad I asked. So Aze will propose going to like his his home, Voya's home, the center of Co- Grendel's center of cosmology. You know, whatever it's because. It's likely that that's where they might be able to see uh, where the Kitsune and Voya and everything else kind of play out. Yeah, can we roll uh, stealth for the party? Because basically what you're doing is a a stakeout or kind of that, you know, the Grand Theft Auto mission where you have to stay away from the person you're tailing and not get too close, but you also can't lose them. Crit baby, 21. Uh, Well, that is, well, oh, that was, yeah. uh, Huh, what was that roll with disadvantage there? Well... Ozzy rolled a botch in any case. Um, Incredible. At 12, we've got a crit and a botch going on. 11. All right. A couple of just above averages. Cat is a silent shadow. (laughs) All right. So the party succeeds, but we got a botch and a crit. So I think how this works is that you're uh, following uh, up. You like sneak up to the house. You hear Voya and Laszlo arguing. And uh, Voya is like, absolutely not. Completely unacceptable. And Laszlo's like, I'm doing this for you. Uh, and you, there's this arguing, and you're all like hiding, you know, crouched outside the window. And then little, or, you know, not little, but uh, younger Aze. Younger. Yeah. yeah, younger Aze like slams the back door and leaves and is like, you're not even my real dad. Um, <laughs> doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and I think how this works is the botch is that uh, Aze is going to run into Aze. But Kat, with your incredible stealth, uh, you can actually follow Laszlo quickly enough because uh, Laszlo slash the Kitsune leaves the yes. leaves the house, leaves the conservatory, uh, also in a huff from a different door, and you are this perfect ninja, uh, you know, tracker, and you can follow that. But like Aze has to deal with Aze first. Mm-hmm. So which side do you want to deal with first? You want to deal with Aze and Aze at this point? Yeah, sure. Just knock him out. <laughs> just, just knock kill him. him out. Just oh kill him. No, nothing matters. Just kill There's him. There's no consequences in the past. Murder yourself. <laughs> just kill him. Then you can't raise the alarm. 
You know yeah. what? That is true because it's a pocket and they're not real. Excellent work, 47. <laughs> it's me, Ozze. I have the deepest voice. What are you doing here, bigger Ozze? <laughs> such a new voice to I'm Ozze. <laughs> Ali's voice broke the other way in puberty. Ali <laughs> uh, just says, Ali will just say, this will all make sense in time, hopefully, but try to find, try to find ways to enjoy every day and enjoy your time in Grendel. Okay? My mom's dying. She's very old. There will be a. There'll come a time where you will be where you will help her with that. When the request is made, follow through with it. What's that? <laughs> There's a screaming blade blade, just tearing ass through the center of town. <laughs> Something that I need to gather. If you're not busy with anything, would you mind helping me gather those up for a moment? Sure. Can you teach me to talk like you? Your voice is so cool. <sighs> sure. I <can> do that. <laughs> Honestly, this I'm just projecting. I'm insecure. Sketch has a cooler voice than me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love your voice, Austin. Oh, thank you. Just, just the, uh, just the like. Like, like we didn't get to see Babyface Aze when he was like, like the biggest fucking dork that no one likes, and now he's in that transitionary period where he becomes kind of cool, but he needs that last push by older Aze to fully realize become the cool character in my mind. That's always the coolest, you know. Anyways, so uh, Neelith and Slime see Aze and Aze walk off to gather the Beyblades while talking about stuff. Yeah, I was thinking everyone else can gather up the Beyblades while Kat has this uh, sneaking encounter because you follow uh, the Kitsune in Laszlo disguise through the snowy streets of Grendel. You don't know where he's going. Uh, like the hail is, you know, just really coming down. Like no one else is out. It's like the perfect night for some Kitsune uh, shenanigans to happen. Um, and you Quietly to myself, but I have a perfect stealth because I rode a crit. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> Colonel, ouch! Colonel, 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 this is a I'm neurochemical to mission. The uh, but this hail is like dummy thick. <laughs> oh, I just realized something about my own improv, which is the hail is coming down fiercely, and you find out where the kitsune is going, which is hails. Oh, <gasps> shit. Fuck. Mm. Look Cut. at you being a great DM. That was a complete <laughs> coincidence. I just thought, what's a cool weather effect for this scene? Uh, it's a dark night. The hail's coming down. There's no witnesses on the street, or there wasn't when this actually happened. But now there's Cat. You see the Kitsune open the door to Hale's tiny uh, museum slash library. It's from the outside, just a little shitty shack. But you know inside it's you know, fucking huge. It's, it could fit every other building inside of it. Uh, the goblin goes in and never comes out. So hails the Kitsune now. <laughs> and now you've solved the mystery. Oh, beans. Dang. Nice. Okay. Oh, no. Does that mean, oh, does that mean, does that mean actual hail is dead? Hmm. Oh, no. 
I'm just trying to think if Cat does anything here with um with 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 the stealth. Would Cat be able to go observe this scene, or do, would that would I need to re-roll to try and get in there? Um. Yeah, so the way that the inside of this building is, I mean, I guess now I can stop being coy about it. It's a dungeon. It's so complex with all these bookcases and these rooms and these powerful artifacts. It is a, you know, you'd have to dungeon crawl through it. And there's a lot more to this arc when you go back to your time. So I think, Kat, on some level, you know, mm. it'd be dangerous for the whole party and extremely dangerous yeah, for you alone. Okay. You actually just fought Lazo. You know he does not fuck around, and he's going to continue to not fuck around when you go back to your time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although I'm not going to call him Lazlo anymore. He was never Lazlo. He's Hale. He's always been Hale. You, the, the Hale you've been talking to the entire campaign is the Kitsune. Always has been. Always has been. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. Quick, quick question. I'm just thinking about for a second. The um, the Dream Voltron. Did Hale ever have any anything on that that we were like, oh, that's Hale's part of the Dream Voltron? Yeah, there's a purple tail on it. Oh, and ne- did that vanish when the when the Kitsune tails appeared? No. No. Ha. Huh. Oh my god, Hale's still down there. It's a big building inside. Oh, oh Christ. Also we, remember the spiders Hale... remember the spiders appeared when uh the Baku's tulpas were running loose, and that was Hale's fear. Right. So, so, to you. Hale rescue mission, yes! Oh heck. Yes! <laughs> Alright, right, right. But like it's like so like cats cats like doing like the stakeout and then sees everyone else like Aze and Aze and Neilith and Slime and and sun moon stars just with the bay blades it's it's funny because the, the thing i was going for is like oh this this librarian is so violent and rowdy and then it's like oh i bet in the past before he was replaced he was like meek <laughs> but like no he was actually rowdier he immediately <laughs> fired a plasma beam which which the kitsune has never done because he doesn't want to like go too far but at the real hail absolutely plasma first questions later <laughs> oh boy the Kitsune just eyeing up Hale the whole time, like, if I get the chance to replace this guy, perfect cover. <laughs> I can fight whoever I want. He's got a building with 30-something uh, legendary artifacts of immense power inside of his oh, good. <laughs> infinite twisting dungeon. So, And a traditional D&D dungeon in which to hide a person. I hid it in plain sight. You could say that he is... A, a dungeon with a dragon born in it? <laughs> Austin, you're, you're no dungeons or dragons rule. He's a dragon born. It's different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's also a half dragon born. So like, there you go. It's a, it's a quarter dragon. It's a quarter dragon with three quarters dungeon. Uh, so as you get, you, I assume, gather up the Beyblades, take them back to the dump, get in position. Uh, where are you going next? Do we just go back to where we were since we now have something to act on or is there another? I mean, one more trip through the past is a big opportunity before we go back. I'll say, yeah, you look at the Beyblades, they're blackened and cracked, but not, they they look like they might have a couple more. They're not about to break, but you know, progress. Uh, Like, I I guess one thought would be 
if people wanted to go to when Voya left, they could see a little bit of that and get some insight of maybe what what the Kitsune might have been doing at the time. I mean, I guess Kat would have relayed all of this to the rest of the party. Um, and one question that's on Kat's, well, yeah, that would be on Kat's mind having watched this, but isn't necessarily like crucial to the mystery is whether Hale did anything that like warranted getting, getting got by, you know, Agent Kitsune. But, um, it could just be that that was like a good disguise that the Kitsune fancied having. Um, and like I said, might not be like vital to the mystery. Now I'm I'm drawing a blank on anything else. I I feel like rescue mission is the is the way to be going. Before we go, since this place isn't real, let's all do what we want to do. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have an idea of what I want to do. Just say, you know, it's not the place isn't real. Just saying, uh-huh. nothing here counts. Yes, as I said, what happens in a time thing stays in it. So we have one extra trip. We could have a beach adventure. <gasps> Wait, like I'm just saying, there's you know ourselves here, and everyone has agreed through mm. fan fiction. It's okay. <laughs> I would argue that what you do when there are no consequences is who you actually are. But <laughs> okay. go, but go off, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's go slime, and they just. <laughs> I mean, listen, whatever Mari wants to do off screen, we're not going to be able to describe to the audience anyway. So let's just say it happens. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the new show, Loki. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Thanks. I don't care. No, I have something to say. It's okay. I know. We all agreed alternate dimension uh, gender swaps was okay. And suddenly it isn't. I think it is. I'm glad it's they fine. did it. I love that you you're like if it was in fan fiction that means all of society agreed on the law. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all agreed that in fan fiction some of it was bad and some of it was good, but we're all going to watch it. But this one for this debate, I anyway. Just... I, I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. So I mean, I do, but I wish I didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. You should. No, I'm right. I yeah. I you know what? You're right. I agree with you. Don't, Thank you. Don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right so everyone gets back inside the uh beyblades uh after doing whatever else they were doing it's none of my business it's between you and yourself and yourself and yourself <laughs> um and the lightning kicks up again starts enveloping you and once again you see this uh, smooth metal humanoid outside the lightning Aze, I you are more prepared this time so maybe you can draw other people's attention to it yeah but it it walks towards all of you. It is uh, almost eight feet tall, smooth metal. It seems to have some sort of sword uh, and some kind of shield. Uh, it does not look particularly pleasant, and it starts walking towards you as the lightning envelops the team. Uh, like, 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 I'm pretty sure young Aze who's like standing in, like who's standing in there before he gets shoved out, just like, like, whoa, what the fuck is that thing? Just like. Do we have to focus on going back? Because that thing, I'm looking at it in roll 20. I'm like, that's the only thing that I would be focusing on. Uh-huh. Possibly the same for me. So I don't know if that's going to influence the time travel. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so as the, the lightning fully envelops you, all of your attentions are, uh, you know, 
all of your attentions get broken. You're not focusing on what you should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And I, in fact, I now want to invoke a consequence of something that happened, I believe, two episodes ago at this point. Uh, Neilith, you botched and you saw your reflection on some snow in a snow-covered hill. Uh, the yeah. landslide brought you down. Uh, it was a goblin face that you saw. Uh, but that's, I mean, when I have a botch consequence is usually like you break an item or you take a bunch of damage. Seeing a face is not really much. Uh, but now it is because I'm going to invoke that to say when everyone's attentions uh, get taken by this huge metal creature with a, a, a giant sword that's coming towards you, uh, you all try to refocus. And once again, you, you catch a, a, a reflection of yourself in its metal body and you just look like a goblin. And that's what you're thinking about when the lightning takes you. You can't make me have consequences two weeks after I did a thing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's long-term consequences, and I play D&D to get away from those. <laughs> hey, we just had our chance to be consequence-free, but none of you took it. I did. Uh, so when the lightning clears and you're standing in the dump again, you find there are, is no trash, there are no walls, uh, you, there are no gears sticking out of the ground. Hey. Wow, someone really cleaned this place up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now what will we throw things into? Ozzy uh, blinks a few times and we'll just simply say, are we here before the machine made its presence known? It's just this clear, beautiful day. I think if immediately you're like oh god are we back in dinosaur times oh no uh but uh no you're not i think you see some uh you know modern mammals oh uh, i mean let's be real you see the you see some rats uh, vibing around they're just walking around looking for scraps uh it's a pretty clear day there's probably just a little bit of snow on the ground uh you can look around yourself you don't see any buildings there there there's no village here uh and while you're kind of getting your bearings you hear a weird shrieking sound coming towards you overhead Head. And once again, you're probably like, oh, God, pterodactyl, fuck. Uh, but then you look up <laughs> and you see two large objects. One is shaped like a nautiloid, like the like yes. like the cephalopod, the nautilus. It's a sea creature, kind of like a squid. It's a spiral uh, shape with like little tentacles in front. Uh, but it's fucking huge. It's like bigger than any, you know, building in town. It's like it's like the, the governor's lodge in size. Uh, and it's flying through the air at ridiculous speeds for, you know, your understanding of how physics should work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a reaper. It does. No, <laughs> it does have reaper vibes, but that's on Mass Effect stealing the nautiloid from Spelljammer. That's on you. <laughs> sure. Um, and you see that this nautiloid, this flying nautilus me- metallic craft is chasing what appears to be Marina's house. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. This is a Nautilus, in case you don't know. Fam, they are cool. They're like, <laughs> they're like what if squids were even cooler? So, so we're, 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 getting, we're, getting, we're getting a bunch of origins all happening at the same time here. Oh, yeah. Neelith, uh, I think we're going to meet your parents. Uh, mm. 
I love that Cat somehow knows the Nautiloid is crewed by illithids. I mean, you're right, but <laughs> damn, <laughs> it's it's a it's a spaceship. That that's always an illithid thing. If it's a ship and it has tentacles, I mean, why wouldn't Cat put that together? Bigger bigger tentacle mean mom. <laughs> I can roll history if you want to check if I know it. I guess. I... Yeah, you think the <laughs> ship is Neelith's mom? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Oz rolls an eighteen in history, but like, yeah, he just gets the, like he recognizes the ship that looks like Marina's ship by in particular, and then just start thinks, is that where the machine came from then? I was following the pack, all swallowed in their coats, with scars of red tied round their throats to keep their little heads. From falling in the snow And I turn round and there you go And Michael you would fall And turn the white snow red And strawberries in the summertime